Nothing wrong with being like that. I like it. <laughs> oh man, I've 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 worked in in this room once or twice with with Matt, and he will he'll send you all over the place. You have no clue where you're going. Uh, all right, uh, let's see. We've got what uh, one game left for Baylor, uh, both men's and women's before the uh, the Big Twelve basketball tournament. Yeah. Uh, in Kansas City, so we got that to, to talk about, and that's coming up this weekend with the men playing on Saturday and the women playing on Sunday. And they're, I, I guess it's a pretty quick turnaround. I think the women's tournament starts on Wednesday the 9th. I haven't looked at – I was looking at it yesterday, and I, and I forgot, but I think the women start on the 9th and the men start on the 10th. Or is it the other way around? In, in, anyway, it's a quick turn for, for the women because they play Sunday afternoon here at the Ferrell Center before headed to Kansas City. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, we've got Jared Sandler from the Rangers on the broadcast uh, today. He, he's one of the uh, radio announcers for the uh, for the Texas Rangers. And, you know, one of the things that we've talked about, and, and sometimes you forget, and we, 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 we were reminded of it during COVID, was, hey, look, I, I understand the players have a point of view w- with the Players Association. I understand the owners have a point of view. And I said yesterday that I didn't care about either point of view, that, I, you know, it's it's about the fan. But you know who else it's about, Ward? It's about that ticket taker. It's about that parking attendant. Uh, it's about that concessionaire. Those people who make their living uh, – with those 81 home games and, and those activities that, that occur at that stadium. What about those guys? It's about the radio crew. Uh, that'll be around 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, and look forward to that as uh, the coach will uh, will uh, be a part of the program as they play their final game of the regular season against Iowa State on Saturday afternoon. Uh, coach Mann from UMHB, you know, they're hosting the regional NCAA basketball tournament, but Ward – Life goes on. Other sports are being played. They've got a full full menu of activities uh, on the UMHB campus just when it comes to athletics. That has nothing to do with all the other social events and and uh, and academic events that are going on. But just from an athletic standpoint, they've got a full meal deal going this weekend. Yeah, they've got their hands full this weekend. They've got tennis on campus. They've got softball on campus. They've got baseball on the road. But, you know, three major sports on campus. Uh, so, They'll be doing a lot of juggling this weekend at UMHB with that uh, first and second round of the NCAA tournament being right there uh, at their place for the Crusaders basketball team. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be all hands on deck at UMHB and Belton uh, coming up this weekend. So, if you're a sports fan, you can bounce around and catch a lot of stuff. And, and then there's a uh, there's a fundraiser we're, we're going to talk about. We've talked about it uh, over the last several weeks uh, coming up. Uh, and we're going to have Sheriff Parnell McNamara join us in studio around 8.30 this morning to uh, discuss the uh, the fundraiser and just where we are and where we're headed with that. So we'll have that at, at 8.30. But as we do every Thursday morning, we welcome in from the Humane Society. Hang on a second. Uh, today we're going to give him – uh, I just thought we would, we would go ahead and do the full meal – uh, title here. He is a canine behavior and enrichment specialist. I mean, he. I mean, it's that's this is what he does. We say hello to Mike Gray. Mike, good morning. How are you, buddy? <laughs> good morning, guys. How y'all doing today? We're good. We're good. What's going on? 
Oh, not a lot. We got uh, uh, an event today at PetSmart uh, from one to five, uh, one to four. We'll have the uh, adoption trailer out there. We'll have uh, about seven or eight dogs, and we'll have a, a, a site you can uh, drop off some dog food if you want to, and then we'll have some uh, dog houses for sale out there as well. So that's coming up today, then. Yeah, yeah, today from uh, one to four. So it's it's National uh, Adoption Week for PetSmart. So uh, they have us out there and let us try to adopt some dogs out and take them through the store and and do some fun things like that. Get dogs cut out of the shelter and hopefully uh, into a fair home today. I, I know that uh, the weather's been all over the place, but uh, we are headed towards warmer weather. What does that do for you guys at the Humane Society with, with the warmer weather? <laughs> well, typically in the spring is uh, you know is puppy season. Uh, so puppies get born and brought into the shelter. And, and uh, we have quite a few puppies right now. Um, so that'll, um, you know, more puppies should be coming in. Uh, and then, you know, just the weather gets a little bit nicer. The dogs get a little more active, want to play a little bit more. Uh, so dogs get to be out of their kennels a little more when they're at the shelter, which is kind of cool to kind of see them out there uh, having a good old time in the pools and whatnot. When you have a – do you have an, a bigger overflow at that time of younger pups? Yeah, typically in the springtime we'll, we'll see an overflow of puppies and kittens. Um, so – uh, you know, typically we will get in quite a bit more uh, during that time. And, and so we'll uh, typically get those dogs into foster care and, and then get them adopted out through, through there. When you have those puppies and kittens in, does it make it harder for the older dogs to get the adoption? It does. It does a little bit. Um, you know, when they go through the, the walkthroughs of the kennels, uh, if they go to the puppy pad first, then chances are they're not going to be going <laughs> to look at the rest of the dogs. So, um, I tend to try to take people through the let them look at the big dogs first. Uh, you know, big dogs, you kind of know what you got. Um, you know, you know the dog's behavior pretty much. You know, uh, you know if it's going to be real hyper or calm or whatnot. And the puppies, it's you know, you, you never really know. You know, the mom and dad behind that pup, so you don't really know how it's going to turn out and and uh, and be. But um, I'm fostering a puppy right now, and I'll tell you what, I won't do it again. So, so um, yeah. Mike, so you said y'all have seven dogs that are going to be over there today at PetSmart. How did y'all elect those seven? What made them the lucky ones? Um, so I'm, we're picking based on that kind of like they're make sure they got a good uh, personality, make sure they're friendly with dogs on leash, um, and some of the dogs that have been in the shelter a long time um, that we really want to see get out uh, and get adopted. So uh, it should be a, a, a pretty cool group, pretty wide range of, uh, range of dogs that we'll have out there. Um, but you know, if anybody's interested in coming out and checking them out, we'll be there from, from one to four today. And we'd love to see you. Hey, what do you need? What, what, uh, what kind of help can we give you? Uh, always need, you know, donations for dog food, uh, and cat food. And then, uh, you know, we'd love to see some, some volunteers come out there and help out with us. Uh, we do the, the volunteer orientation every Saturday morning at, at, uh, at nine. Um, so if you're interested, just, you know, go on our website, hsctx.org, uh, Sign up to volunteer and then come on up uh, any Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and we'll show you how to do everything. Mike, thanks. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. It's Mike Gray from the Humane Society. Hey, look, bottom line is they're always needing help. And they've always got it. I mean, they're never sold out, Ward. I mean, no. I mean, not there. Uh, they, they, they've always got animals mm-hmm. uh, that need care. Even if it's, as he po- pointed out, if, even if you just want to come up and walk a dog uh, one afternoon. 
uh, just get out of the office or, you know, take an hour away, you know, maybe your lunch hour or whatever, just walk a dog. Uh, they always need some help there. And they always need, you know, these animals have to eat. They always need dog food. So little help, never hurt, uh, Humane Society, uh, and uh, you can help out. All right, it's a 7-10, 10 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And as always, we are brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, VersaLift Southwest at 7601 Imperial Drive, where they're currently hiring. ProStar Rental, the number one choice for all your equipment needs in Belton and in Robinson. And at Big Boys Record Service, where they're family-owned and operated since 1984. Let's uh, go ahead and check out that weather forecast, get you started this morning, what to wear to work or what to wear to school. And it's brought to you by the Nietzsche Group and the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency. They uh, they have offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. And you can check them out at NietzscheGroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today, but a very mild day. Highs topping out at 78 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 53 and mostly cloudy tomorrow. Just a little bit cooler, but it's going to be a windy day with a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Moore. The Bears close the regular season on Senior Day, Saturday, hosting Iowa State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Men's Basketball, all season long, here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. My house has a new weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at universalwindowscentraltexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Window. 
direct. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. College basketball from last night in the Big 12. It was Oklahoma State knocking off Iowa State. Okay, fellas, somebody has to help me. This has to be a typo. 53 to 36? Seriously? 36? Wow. Are we? This like a is a high school game. Th- this is a Cyclones team that's that's fighting to get in the NCAA tournament and, and really has a good opportunity. At least they did. 36. They scored 16. 1 6. In the second half last night, you can't do that. Hey, and, and let me let me insult them one more time by saying they were at home before a packed house. Not a good look. That, that's been a bad time up in Ames for hosting basketball games. Baylor's girls go up there, women go up there, and just run all over them. And then now this. I mean, that's that's a bad look if you're an Iowa State fan. Can you? I mean, I just I can't imagine. I mean, as a coach, you just sit down because if you get if you don't have anybody that can score, what what are you going to do? That, and it wasn't that, like hey Ward, it wasn't like Oklahoma State was setting the woods on fire. No, I mean they scored twenty two in the first half, two right. two, and they had the lead at twenty two. Yeah, I I don't know if I mean unfortunately I didn't get to see that game, so I don't I don't know if it was. You know, stall tactic that we're going to use every bit of the shot clock that we possibly can. But I mean, that's that's if that's the case, they were draining it completely all the way down to zero. I, I would assume that that was a lot of missed shots and some ugly basketball. Oh, I I just can't imagine. Uh, I I just I don't know. And if they play like that, they come to Waco on Saturday and it's Senior Day and it's you know it's the last game of the regular season. You know the drill. Yeah, and there ugly. could be there could be even more on the line depending on what happens tonight up in uh, Kansas. Yep, that's a really good point, man. If if, if, if somehow TCU if somehow win, TCU gets that win tonight, which it, I I think would be a miracle, but I do too. That's going to be crazy if, if somehow that happens. Oh, poor Iowa State. Yeah, Baylor will put it on them. It was the fewest points allowed in a conference game. Since uh, 2004, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah, here we go. The Oklahoma pre- State, 44% from the field mm-hmm. on field goals. Iowa State was 28% from the field. They were 11% from three-point land. 11. Ooh. 
That's probably two buckets. Uh, the Ooh. previous low, I mean, we, we mentioned it. It was 36 points. The previous low was 41 points, which happened against Texas A&M on March the 6th, 2004. 2004. Uh, the Cowboys also held the Cyclones to 16 points, as we mentioned in the second half, which is the lowest Iowa State point total in any half this year, obviously. The 36 points is also the lowest point total in a game for Iowa State this season, obviously. It marked the fewest points allowed in any conference road game, any conference road game, since a 38-34 win over Oklahoma in March of 1955. I mean, futility? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Jeez. I mean, and we I mean there's I mean there's nine million notes here on 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 that. I mean, you can go on and on. Bottom line is, how do, I mean, you you talk about it all the time from the coaching perspective about flushing a game. Yeah, they've got to flush they this They have to get, yeah. I mean, <laughs> how do you deal with that mess? Do you even yeah. go back and watch it? No. Just, just it's no. done, right? No, it's done. <laughs> you you couldn't score. No. 28%. Now, how you much? You got out-rebounded on the defensive boards 31-17. to 17. See, that's I was about to ask. So, that kind of bothers me. Uh, if you're an Iowa State fan, because isn't defense effort? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes you're going to have a bad shooting night, shoot thirty percent, whatever. But when you play defense, that's about effort. And they got out rebounded. What on the defensive boards? Thirty-one to seventeen, fourteen to ten on the offensive boards, which is not a big distraction. But thirty-one to seventeen. Wow, that's terrible. Got doubled up. Got doubled up. Hmm. And that's and again. I emphasize that's at home before 13,000 people. Yeah. Yeah, you're at your home floor and you shoot 15 of 53 from the field. 28%. Shouldn't you know your in rims? In your own gym. Shouldn't you know your rims? <laughs> I, I mean, if you're a fan, you got to be leaving early, right? I'm not sticking oh, around for that. there wasn't anybody left, I'm sure. Ugh. Well, again, Iowa State's in Waco on Saturday to take on the Baylor Bears, so we'll see. All right, uh, again, I-, I thought it was kind of shocking that TCU beat Kansas in Fort Worth. Now TCU and K- two nights ago. Now TCU and Kansas play tonight at Allen Fieldhouse. You giving TCU any nope. chance? <laughs> None. I didn't even finish the sentence. None. Holy moly! Do you give Texas any chance on Saturday at Allen Fieldhouse? Probably not. I, I yeah, I don't. I don't, I, I think Kansas got refocused in a hurry. Look, they've already taken one really bad loss on their home court, and they don't lose at home, you know. So I, I don't see them losing either one of these, especially closing now. And then that Texas. Well, they've is lost two in a row now. How many times yeah. have we said that about Kansas? Exactly. Fourteen, by the way, fourteen. How many times have they lost three in a row? Which would be the case tonight. Three under Bill Self. It just does not happen. That's crazy. So that's what that's what we would be talking about. Uh, if it happens, if it happens tonight, I feel like Kansas makes a statement against TCU tonight. Honestly, very possible. Well, we're gonna find out. They're gonna, they're, you know, this is the back end of the of the home and home, and and, and then TCU. Uh, I mean, I hope they pl- packed plenty of clothes because now they jump on a plane after tonight, and I don't know if they come back to Fort Worth or not. They play Saturday in in Morgantown, so you got to have a shoot around probably on Friday. So I would suspect though. They'll spend the night in, in Lawrence, get up on Friday and fly to, fly to uh, West Virginia and play, uh, play in Morgantown against 
West Virginia on Saturday to wrap up the regular season. And then it's a couple of days <laughs> breather, and then you get ready for the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. I mean, so it gets – and then after that, it's on to the NCAA. So it gets hectic from here on out, uh, particularly for those teams having to play three in a week this week mm-hmm. because of COVID. So – and that happens to be TCU in Kansas. But if you'll remember, Baylor did it earlier. Yeah. Uh, had to with do it. TCU, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was TCU. And, and the women did it with Texas, and they did it twice. They did, they it, did with it with Texas. Texas and TCU. Was it TCU or Kansas State? TCU. Uh, TCU, okay. Uh, so they did it – they did it twice. Yeah. I know they did it with Texas because yeah. they won them both, right? Uh, home and away. So uh, bec- you do what you got to do because oh, yeah. of the COVID stoppages earlier in the year. So anyway, but uh, so yeah, tonight and I, I look, I, I plan on watching this tonight. I, I want to see what this looks like after the Frogs played really, really well, and they did. They played. They outplayed KU in Fort Worth. Period. They did. They shot it better. They defended it better. They rebounded it better. They were better on on Tuesday night than Kansas was. They were. They were a lot more physical and everything. They they were not going to lose that game. Nope. How does that? It. How does Kansas respond? How does TCU react to the win? We'll find out tonight. So uh, this should be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, seven. And again, uh, Iowa State uh, brings uh, brings their game to town. And and now Iowa State. You go. Holy moly. But Iowa State is twenty and ten uh, on the year, seven and ten of the league, and we all thought, and all the prognosticators said the magic number in the Big Twelve was was eight. You kind of needed to get to eight wins. Well, in order for Iowa State to get to eight wins, they got to go on the road after after getting pummeled at home. They got to go on the road and, and beat the top team in the conference in Baylor. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So. All right, uh, 724, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. It, it, and I'm just curious, from your perspective, and I know just over what, what we've seen in, in the league over the last week to 10 days, I, I was surprised by the TCU win over Kansas, I'll be honest. I didn't think Kansas would lose back-to-back games, and they did. But what's more surprising, TCU beating KU Tuesday night or Iowa State getting run out of their own building last night. Oh, TCU beating Kansas. Yeah. Even the way Iowa yeah. State lost yeah. the game. Yeah. yeah. All right. No doubt. But Oklahoma State's good. Like, and they're playing spoiler. They, yeah. they this is a they, tournament team that, who's is not what, allowed to play in the tournament. I mean, they're down to this is it for them. They yeah. don't even get to play in the Big Twelve tournament. So. Right. Well, again, they're they're not even a five hundred basketball team. They're fourteen and fifteen. Right. Oklahoma State is. But they're seven and ten in conference. Seven and ten in conference. And so that's that's seven times that they've said, "Okay, we're going to do what we can do to kind of wreck your mm-hmm. ending." <laughs> so they they certainly put a wrecking on on Iowa State last night in their own building. It's a seven twenty five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us as uh, we move through a Thursday morning. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we are going to get to. Uh, we're going to get to some rule changes. Ward, I'm going to get your thoughts on some potential football rule changes that are coming up. So we'll do that here in uh, in just a couple of minutes as well. But uh, uh, let's see. What else do we got, we got coming up? Uh, we'll talk some baseball with Jared Sandler on the program. We've got that for you and a whole lot more. And that's all coming up right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. 
King McClure, our guest, ESPN uh, Television College Basketball Analyst. I- is this about where you thought Baylor might be? Are they below where you thought they might be? Or are they better than where you thought they might be? So I think in my mind, when Baylor is healthy, there's no doubt in my mind that they are the best team in the country. And they showed that because they have a bunch of different facets. They're very versatile. Um, they can guard. They can switch. Even their bigs can guard guards and switch on the perimeter. Um, I love Baylor when they're healthy. Uh, the, key, the, 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 the thing that I was worried about coming into the year is the lack of guard, the lack, the lack of depth in your guard position. And we see that uh, being a problem. Right there, it left a, a lot of question marks because who knew? Like, things happen in the season. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Texas Gun Show returns Saturday, March 5th and Sunday, March 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show March 5th, 9 to 5, and March 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystoso.com. That's 5daystoso.com. So.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The McLennan Highlanders start postseason play today at the Region 5 Tournament in Lubbock. They tip off against New Mexico Military at 1 o'clock. The latest AP Women's College basketball poll has Baylor moving up two spots to fifth. The top four remain South Carolina, Stanford, North Carolina State, and Louisville. Former Baylor coach Kim Mulkey has her LSU Tigers at number six. Chris Berry notched win number 100 as the head coach of the McLennan softball team with a doubleheader sweep of Grayson. Baylor baseball travels to Houston for a midweek game with Rice and won nine to nothing. The Bears stay in Houston for the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic starting tomorrow. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Uh, we're going to talk a little football here this morning. We're going to talk about uh, some potential rules. This uh, Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports is reporting that this week the Rules Committee is undertaking an unprecedented project that could uh, simul- that could reduce the number of plays that we see on Saturdays. And uh, the Rules Committee has a couple of things that uh, that they're reviewing, Ward, and I want to get uh, your thoughts and Garrett's thoughts on these as well. I think one is, you know, I don't know, uh, and then one one is going to is, is going to jump off the page at you. And here we go. So here, here's what here's what's being proposed uh, as a a potential rule change: uh, treating an incomplete pass the same as a, a run out of bounds. Remember when he. Uh, used to be when you went out of bounds, they they brought the ball back into play, and when the ball was snapped, that's when the clock would start. Now, it, it starts as <clears throat> soon as they ready the ball for play, unless it's, I think, under two minutes or under three minutes and a half, and then it doesn't start until the, the snap of the football. What do you think of that one? Getting soon, Incomplete pass, they, as soon as they get that ball ready for play, that they wind the clock. I don't like it. Just, what do you think, Garrett? I mean, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, it's it's something that's already being done in other, you know, the NFL, I believe, does that. So, I don't really have a problem with it. Why do we have to speed up every game we have? I don't know. I don't I, get it. Well, Attention and, spans. Nobody has attention. Well, well here's the problem. Are we re- Do we really have more snaps in a football game or do we have more commercials in a football game? Well, is that have, is that why we're playing three twenty? We have more media timeouts. That's yeah. why we're playing. I mean, look, go down the road to the games that that I go to every Saturday. They don't last like that. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with the rules. And, and I will say this: with in today's football game, there's a heck of a lot more throwing than there used to be. Well, there and, is, and so there's going to be more incompletions and more clock stoppage. I I get that. But also believe that we have more media timeouts that's and all of that stuff. That's what's making the game long. That, it's not the game. Yeah. How many more snaps are we seeing in today's football game than we saw, say, 15, 20 years ago? Oh, I don't know. Probably probably 30, maybe maybe a little bit more. I well, mean, it depended on but, if they're running the NASCAR offense or not. Yeah, but you also got to think the players have evolved. They're they're in better shape. They're better. That's great. Everything. Point. Well, so they are. You're, you're right. But I'm saying it just, it's a balance from that point. Right. It, it is. But I mean, you know, if you want to talk about snaps, there is a lot more snaps being mm-hmm. taken because on purpose, there's a lot more snaps being right. taken. And, and now they're saying that that rule would be in effect, but when they got to two or three minutes and in, in a half. Then it'd go back to the old I, rule. I, I think it's fine the way it is. Leave right. it alone. Hey, here's the other one. No longer stopping the clock after first downs. They don't stop the clock after first downs in the NFL. I mean, they just spot the ball, ready it for play, and away we go. And they're having that conversation in college football, not stopping the clock after a first down. Now, that's not a ton of time, but it does come into strategy uh, – in, in late in the half and, you know, in, in at the end of a game. I mean, coaches use that as a quick stoppage so they can at least get ready to, to spike the ball or whatever the case may be. Right. So what do you think about just letting that clock roll uh, I, I after think a you first need, down? I think you need to stop it until you get the chain spotted. And I, that's what they do now. Yeah. But they're talking about implementing the NFL rule where, heck, the clock does not stop. 
No, I, I think you need to stop it while you get the chain spotted. I'm just because what if it's a thirty or forty yard play? Right. I mean, it, you, and you don't have the chain. You're just going to keep running it, and uh, and you don't have the chains. So I mean, I I I don't like that either. Sorry. It'll be interesting to see. I, I'm just curious what the rules committee, how many plays they really think that they're going to save. It's, and, and is it a safety issue? You're, you're not going to save any plays. I mean, they're, they're still going to try to get as many snaps as they can. That's the offensive philosophy. It's not because the clock has nothing to do with the clock. But if you don't have the clock, you can't snap it. I mean, uh, and that's I think that's what they're trying to do. I think they're trying to reduce snaps by keeping the clock moving as often as they can. I don't think – I'm not sure it's length of game. I think it's number of snaps that players are playing that they're concerned about. So this is their way of countering the the fast-paced offense. Yeah, I mean that's stupid. I don't know, man. That's just that's, does it does it benefit the that's defense counterintuitive, at all? huh? Does this benefit the defense at all? No, does not. I don't know. Well, and and again, I think right now it's just conversation. It's right. it's just conversation, but I, I don't think there's any question that I think. From their perspective, and not, and I'm not saying it's mine, but from their perspective, I think that they would like to see the number of snaps players play reduced, and this would be one way to do it, and that's to, you know. Well, not th- until you change the way the offense plays the game. I mean, that's that's the intent. I mean, there's offenses out there that talk about, we want to get 80 to 90 snaps a game. Look at all this. They have a number of snaps that they want to get to that they feel like if they get to – 90 snaps or 95 snaps a game, they're going to be successful because they're trying to wear the defense down. If they don't get to that number, they don't feel like that they've done their job. I mean, that's that's just it. That's that's the philosophy on how those offenses are built. No, I totally get that, and I totally agree with you. I, I think what they're saying is if they're going to run that type of offense, how do we reduce the number of plays that they can run? And the only way to do that is to keep the clock moving. It's just another example of – why we need to get the NCAA out of the way because this is a, a stupid conversation. <laughs> I love it. Well, but it is a conversation. I know. Uh, and it's one that they're reviewing and it's one that they're going to talk about. And, and, and again, it's about, you know, it's, I think from their perspective, they'd like to, to see fewer snaps by players from a safety standpoint. And the only way that they can do that is to keep that clock. And, and they may save five snaps a game. So True. Yeah, it ain't going to save much. All right. Uh, and if you got an opinion, uh, would you like to see the the clock continue to, to roll after a first down instead of stopping? Would you like to see the clock continue to roll after an incomplete? That's the one that kind of drives me nuts. Is, incomplete is that pass one? Yeah, 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 come on now. <laughs> Stop. Uh but that's what they're talking about. They're talking about incompletion, get, getting getting the ball back on the field and getting it ready for play. And since they get it ready for play, the, the referee winds the arm and starts the clock again. How many seconds that that reduces over so, the course of of a so uh, the defense gets game? rewarded for nothing on an incomplete pass too. That, I mean, I if, if the defense is behind and they they in you know induce a incomplete pass. You know, they're trying to stop the clock, too, to save timeouts. The, the incomplete pass works on them if you're behind and playing defense. Yeah, and if you have a lead, like say you, you're up just by three, in, all you got to do is throw an incompletion just throw and it deep. just take advantage of just the clock to run it. out. Just no, no, no. spike it. 
just just throw it deep over everybody's head. That's what I'm saying. Then yeah. they got to bring clock, it all the way back. Let the clock run out, and, and the clock's running win. while the referee's trying to get the ball back no, up no, no. and reset the, the ball and everything else. The clock would not start until he did reset the ball. Uh, so it would be a, a stoppage until they brought the ball back and readied the ball for play. But it's still 40 seconds that you just took off the clock if the defense doesn't have a timeout. Yeah. The defense doesn't have a timeout. You could spike the football, do whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, but that's the conversation. Uh, and uh, if you want to check it out, CBSSports.com, uh, Dennis Dodd wrote a very interesting article about and, it. And didn't they hide these like in a big document? I don't know that they did that. I know that uh, – let's see here. Let's see what he said. Uh, this uh, What he's talking about, uh, some, some rule changes got buried a long time ago. Oh, okay, okay. In, 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 you know. I thought he was saying, like, these no, got, no, no. got buried in there like they were trying to sneak them in. No, no, he was talking about some rules, rule changes that took effect back way back okay. in 2006. He said it was buried in the 11th paragraph of a 16-year-old document. That's so, ridiculous. <laughs> all right, uh, 740. We're 20 away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us. Hey, uh, if you want to sell your home in five days, five days, the brokerage house guarantees they'll sell your home in five days or less. Or if they don't, they're going to buy it from you for a price that you agree upon prior to listing your home. It's that simple. The Brokerage House is your connection to buyers all across Central Texas and around the nation. And, uh, hey, look, if you're going to sell your home, let uh, Aaron Ryan and his crew at Brokerage House take care of it for you. The Brokerage House and Aaron have a program uh, of marketing your, your, your property that is going to generate offers above market value and multiple offers for your home. Now, for more information, you can go to 5daystosold.com. That's 5daystosold.com. Or call Aaron at 817-812-2978. We're talking about the brokerage house. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris. Join us tonight and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's tonight beginning at 6. That's tonight at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's in Waco and right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble 
and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The McLennan Highlanders start postseason play today at the Region 5 Tournament in Lubbock. They tip off against New Mexico Military at 1 o'clock. The latest AP Women's College basketball poll has Baylor moving up two spots to fifth. The top four remain South Carolina, Stanford, North Carolina State, and Louisville. Former Baylor coach Kim Mulkey has her LSU Tigers at number six. Chris Berry notched win number 100 as the head coach of the McLennan softball team with a doubleheader sweep of Grayson. Baylor baseball travels to Houston for a midweek game with Rice in one nine to nothing. The Bears stay in Houston for the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic starting tomorrow. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 744, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Warfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross, we're glad you're with us. If you're out and about this morning, drive safely on your way to work. Let's talk some baseball, and let's welcome into the program from the Ranger Radio Network, Jared Sandler. Jared, good morning, and, and first of all, did you ever think we would, we, we would be talking about a work stoppage that led to the cancellation of some baseball games? I was hopeful we'd avoid it. I... I'm, I'm an optimist, I guess, by nature, maybe out of ignorance sometimes. So I, I, I didn't think it was going to get to this point, even up to the, uh, that final day. But, uh, you know, I guess it was always a possibility. Unfortunately, the relationship between mom and dad uh, is not very good. The, the best analogy I can give is, you know, divorces you know, very, very rarely uh, do stay uh, incredibly close. I guess that's why it's a divorce. I know there's some, some divorces where mom and dad stay uh, really friendly uh, but usually it's varying degrees of contention. And that's kind of the way it is in all the sports between the players and the owners. But some uh, have a, a more cordial relationship than others. And unfortunately in baseball, it's the mom and dad who just uh, don't even like being in the same room as one another. And uh, that delayed the, the negotiation process and it set everything back and it, it's gotten us to where we are today, unfortunately. And, and this, this may not be a fair question, but – you know, from from a fan perspective, uh, you know we we look at it and go, hey, look, we understand that that there's 
there's things that have to be resolved, and they've got to have a, a working agreement, you know, the collective bargaining agreement. But at some at, at some point, I think fans just don't care. They've got their own problems. They want baseball, and they're they're unbelievably frustrated right now. I mean, does baseball see that? I hope so. I, I you know I think so. And I, I don't. I want to. I'm going to say something, and it. I don't think. Listen, I, I think the players care about the fans. I think the owners care about the fans. I think they all. Uh, at the end of the day, recognize the importance of the fans. And I hope that they have the foresight to also recognize that they have not done a great job cultivating relationships with people my – I'm 30 years old, people my age and younger. They're just – there isn't that same connection to baseball as there is with the older generation, and I hope they see that. Unfortunately, when these negotiations uh, get as, as tense as they do – you know, they're thinking about the people they represent, which is the players. They represent the players, and the commissioner represents the owners. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, if that's all you're thinking about, then you're, you're uh, no pun intended, you're swinging and missing here. And when you get into these negotiations, you use economists and financial guys and labor lawyers and all that. But labor lawyers don't have the, the wherewithal to know what's going on with the fans. The, the end result of an economist's work does not necessarily cater to uh, the the relationship between the sport and the fans. And I think sometimes you get too deep into negotiations and it becomes too much about winning the negotiation. You forget what the, the winning result really is, and that's growing the game. And, I, you know, I hope that what comes out of this, whenever an agreement is reached, is momentum towards improving the game and making it a product that, is better positioned to compete with the countless number of entertainment options, not just sports, but entertainment options that people consume today. And unfortunately, baseball has been falling behind a little bit in that race. Jared, how long can baseball go in, in this process before it gets on really, really, really thin ice? So I think my answer to that is more – like if, if they come to an agreement today, but the game itself does not change, that there are no that the two sides can't agree on ways to change the game. I think they are worse off than if they miss two months, but are able to make changes that improve the game. Because you know, in in the long term, that's what we're going to remember. That's what's going to matter. You know, getting things like you know, my opinion, a pitch clock, and uh, doing things to to create a more enjoyable, entertaining product. Uh, I think the pitch clock is, is one step. I think finding a way to reemphasize the starting pitcher, uh, you know, either by in, implementing Jason Stark's DH rule where the minute, you, uh, the minute you pull the starting pitcher, you lose your DH, which would incentivize teams to maybe keep their starter in longer and uh, maybe limiting pickoffs. You know, one thing I, I think about limiting pickoffs, which was something I was against at one point, is that, I think the game is enjoyed more by a fan when they understand the rules. Uh, I'll give you an example. I, my family's South African. My dad watches cricket all the time. It, to me, was incredibly boring. He took me to a cricket match, explained the rules, and cricket's not my favorite sport by any means, but I enjoy watching it so much more because I understand the strategy. I don't think 98% of baseball fans know why the heck a pitcher would throw over to first base four straight times. And honestly, half the time, I don't understand why. And so if you limit pickoffs and say, hey, two pickoffs uh, you know, in between each pitch, now there's a, or maybe two pickoffs per batter. 
uh, now there's a strategy that fans are aware of and can play along with and understand, and I think that would increase the action uh, in the game. Unfortunately, while the home run race saved baseball in the 90s, maybe along with Cal Ripken's consecutive game streak, the home run in some senses is killing baseball right now. It's, it's no longer a special event. It happens a little too much, and the other events that are exciting, the ball in the gap and action on the bases, that's decreased. And I think that uh, while we didn't realize it as it was unfolding, those are incredibly enjoyable events, maybe now more so than the home run. Uh, not saying the home run is not a valuable play. It's the most valuable play in baseball. But the action that unfolds, home run, strike, out, walk, is not as enjoyable to consume as uh, some of the action that we were used to over the previous decade. Jared, do you think there's – is there any concern at all from the Rangers' ownership in this? I mean, they're losing money with the new stadium. It seems like they would want to go out of their way to get the season going so they could fill the stands and kind of make up for some of that, that economic hit. I, and I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know the financials. My guess is it's the smaller market owners that are probably in uh, a little more compromised. You know, it stinks for the Rangers that – uh, they open the season at home uh, because, you know, if these games don't get rescheduled, some teams are going to lose home games. Other teams don't lose that gate. So let's say we just miss a week. You know, the Rangers are not only missing their home opener in the series, but it's the Yankees. It's and the that's Yankees. kind of a double whammy. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think I could be wrong. I think the Rangers uh, financially, the ownership is, is, is in a good spot. Now, everyone has obviously suffered the last uh, couple of years. And, and, you know, my understanding is, uh, the Rangers ownership group is tied to oil, and, and I don't, you know, I'm not smart enough to know whether, you know, what the state of oil is. I know that maybe it took a hit here uh, the last couple of years, but I think they're okay. I think the fact that, you know, they spent as much as they did, uh, that was not a we're spending and by gosh, we better make every penny back. This was we're spending because we got the money and we got more to spend. And uh, whenever this lockout ends, I think you, you might see the Rangers throw out some more money. So I think they're okay. Uh, and a lot of these these negotiations uh, for the owners and for the players are positioned for them to make even more money. So uh, I think they're fine. I think it's probably the smaller market teams that uh, are in a, a little more trouble just because they're not going to be able to draw nearly as well. Uh, whereas the Rangers, you know, even in a really bad year, in a 100-loss season last year, relative to their record, they drew well. And now you add some recognizable names to the fold, uh, some excitement. I, I think the Rangers should be okay. The question, I think, is, is is baseball okay? And what sort of a general hit will all of baseball take? Uh, but I do believe the Rangers are maybe better positioned to deal with that than uh, than most clubs. Jared, is there one or two things that, that are preventing these two sides from coming together? Or is it a multiple of problems that, uh, that have kept them apart? Both. I, I mean, I think you could probably highlight two things. The first thing is their, their horrible relationship. And that's uh, evidenced by the fact that once the lockout happened, it took almost two months for these two sides to even come together. Uh, and, you know, the fact that uh, it took until maybe the final 72 hours or if Rob Manford wants to say the final nine days for them to really get this thing going, uh, that's, that's because the relationship was, was really poor. So that's number one. And then as far as the, you know, the core economic issues, it seems like the competitive balance tax, which is just a, a fancy way to, uh, I, I guess, describe a soft salary cap, has been a big issue. Uh, you know, the, 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 the foundation of a lot of this is tanking. Uh, 
I, I think both sides recognize that tanking is probably not good for the sport, but the rules in the past have incentivized tanking. And so, like it or not, it's a good strategy, or it has been. Uh, but when a team tanks without a salary floor in an uncapped league, there's going to be an incredible disparity between the haves and the have-nots in spending, and there's less money in general that is spent. And so the players want the floor uh, to they well they want a floor to exist first of all, and then the owners want uh, a ceiling to exist. And while it's not going to be a salary cap, it's going to be a tax figure uh, that will also come with further penalties for uh, consecutive years in which you exceed that number. And obviously the owners want that number as low as possible. The players want it as high as possible. The players want the floor as high as possible, and the owners want the floor as low as possible. And they're having a tough time coming together on that. And then the players want there to be a, a salary pool that can be distributed to super two players, players who uh, have two years of service time. They're not quite free agency ready, but they perform at a high enough level to where they deserve more than the contracts that they get tendered uh, pre-arbitration, which, you know, you can have an MVP caliber player making $750,000. They want those special level players to be able to uh, be compensated at a level commensurate to their performance, or at least approaching that, and the pool of money allotted to those players uh, has been a, a big sticking point. The players have initially proposed $100 million. The owners, I think, have gotten up to maybe 25 or 30 so there's a $70 million gap there. Jared, trying to put a positive spin on this, for the Rangers, has this given them an opportunity to better look at some prospects and some up-and-comers? Well, I think... And I appreciate what you're doing. The, you know, it's, it's not easy putting a uh, positive spin on it. They have that opportunity anyway. Uh, and so I would say that the, the, the plus minus, because, you know, Chris Woodward, for instance, I, I, I believe he can interact with these players, but, you know, I don't think they're, uh, you know, they're really engaging too much uh, in what's going on. And, and even if they were, uh, you know, they would have that same opportunity for those higher-level prospects anyway with mini camps and stuff that would take place over the year. Maybe for the lower-level guys, the guys who are not the, the elites, you know, the Davis Wenzels, the Josh Youngs, who's unfortunately dealing with an injury, uh, the Jack Leiters, the Cole Wins. Maybe the guys who are not at that level, it gives them more of an opportunity. But I would say that, the, you know, what's unfortunate for the Rangers is they make these two signings, and from a fan's perspective, had all this momentum, all this goodwill, and then, bam, you know, the lockout happens. But you sign these guys not just for what they do on the floor, uh, but you sign them because, or on the floor, on the field, you sign them because of what you believe they can do in the clubhouse. And, and with the lockout, while players can interact with players, it's really tough for the this coaching staff and the front office to get together with these, uh, these new acquisitions and the team and, and start to lay the groundwork of the culture they're trying to build. You know, unfortunately, uh, whereas, you know, you take the Dodgers, they have an established culture. You know, they're, they're not really at a loss when it comes to that. There's an understanding of what Dodger baseball is right now, and the players who kind of carry that, that torch and wave that flag, they're still there. Uh, the Rangers have a totally undeveloped identity, and, and so they haven't been able to put work towards that. And I think that's been a challenge just in talking to people and, and, and a point of frustration for the coaching staff and for the front office. And I know they're incredibly eager for this lockout to end so they can start laying the groundwork for what has been, unfortunately, the last few years, a losing franchise that's trying to turn things around. 
Jared, thanks. Maybe now, maybe next time we're talking uh, about who's playing third base and do they go get another pitcher uh, next time we visit. <laughs> He's dude, on first. I, I'm telling you, I don't know about about others. I'm, I'm a fan and, and I'm ticked off, and that's you know, and, and I'm I'm afraid that other fans are in the same boat, and I'm afraid of what this is doing to baseball. Yeah, and, and, and guys, I, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this, and, and I know you guys got to go to break. I'll be quick. I, I, I feel for the fans, and, and I consider myself to still a, a, a lover of baseball uh, and, and think I always will be, but I, I feel for the fans, and I feel for the people who mm-hmm. whose livelihoods are impacted greatly by no baseball, the, the stadium workers, the operators, the people who in this gig economy rely on, whether it's spring training games in Arizona – Oh, I think we just lost Jerry. Oh, he's making no. a great point. Now, and he's making and it's a point that we talked about. It's the ticket takers, it's the it's the parking attendants, it's the ushers, it's all of those folks. Uh that uh and he's he's a thousand percent correct. I mean, th- their jobs, you know, and, and they just went through this with with the shutdown of a uh, baseball because of COVID nineteen. So it, it's just a difficult situation. All right, seven fifty-eight, a couple of minutes away from eight o'clock. Coming up in a few minutes, we're gonna have a uh, a conversation with Coach Scott Drew, talks of Baylor basketball. But right now we welcome into the program John Morris, the voice of the Bears, with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, touching on Baylor men's and women's basketball. It's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfvinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with Baylor men's and women's basketball, already assured of at least a co-championship in the Big 12 for the regular season. Yeah, it. Uh, the last, you know, four days, five days have been really special for, for both programs. You think about... You know, the women uh, this past Saturday beating Kansas here at home, really tough Kansas team. And then that short turnaround, having to get on a plane and, and go to Iowa State and play in front of 10,000 and, and maybe maybe play their best game of the, of the year and, and clinch a share of the, of the Big 12 title. And, and now an opportunity on Sunday at, at 2 o'clock versus Texas Tech to, to win it outright. And uh, men's basketball ditto, you know. College game day, and um, 
Man, thank you to all of our fans. Uh, the Farrell Center was rocking. Uh, that's that's the loudest I've I've ever heard it. Yeah. And uh, I think you know the way we started. Uh, I think I think our our fans played a huge role of helping our team get get back in it and 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 winning. And then again the short turnaround and uh, closing out uh, the Irwin Center in, in Austin uh, with uh, with a W spectacular and. Uh, you know, again, an opportunity to to uh, clinch it at uh, at minimum uh, a share and and uh, against Iowa State on on Saturday at five o'clock. So, uh, really proud of, of both programs and uh, Nikki Nikki, uh, what a great job this this season and Scott just continues to do a great job. How about baseball? They're in Houston this weekend and softball has a doubleheader at home on Saturday. Yeah, Houston, uh, the Shriners. Uh, Children's College Classic at uh, at at Minute Maid, and you know what a what a great field. Uh, UCLA number twenty three, uh, Tennessee number seventeen, and then uh, number seven LSU, and then softball uh, doubleheader noon on Saturday versus Texas A and M Corpus Christi, and then all of our other spring sports. It uh, we got all kinds of things going on, and you know this this past Sunday, acrobats and tumbling beaten. Uh, Oregon, uh, a really great, great Oregon team. And so um, A&T just continues to roll. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, it seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Bring on the bragging rights. Watch the PGA Tour's best golfers compete head-to-head, shot for shot. Are you kidding me? 112 matches, 64 players, one champion. WGC Dell Technologies Match Play, March 23rd through 27th at Austin Country Club. Tickets on sale now at dellmatchplay.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. We're back on game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're joined now by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. Coach, let's uh, let's go back and talk about Monday night, uh, another big Monday, both literally and figuratively. Uh, you go to Austin, and and obviously they got a lot of things going on with the Irwin Center, but your your basketball team again found a way to go on the road and get it done. Just just talk a little bit about being so good this year on the road. Well, I think uh, that starts with our uh, upperclassmen doing a great job, making sure it's a business trip, make sure uh, everybody's uh, uh, um, locked in. And at the end of the day uh, uh, on the court, when the crowd's uh, uh, at their loudest, having the composure um, and execution to be able to do what we need to do to get a win. So um, the upperclassmen deserve a lot of credit for that. And then, um, I think uh, our schedules help prepare our younger guys and, and our first-year guys. Um, you look at it, uh, the battle for Atlantis, uh, 
playing at Oregon, um, Villanova, um, just all that builds. You play at Alabama, um, and and eventually it doesn't make it easy to win on the road, but you're more used to how tough it is on the road to win. And I was going to ask, over the does one year help the next year? I mean, over the last three seasons, you're 21 and five in conference play on the road, and I was just looking at this year's conference schedule. You're seven and two, but the rest of the league is 23 and 51. That just that just goes that just illustrates just how hard it is to win away from your building. Well, and, and why it's so hard is you look at most of the places we play, and I think everywhere everywhere we play just had a sellout. And you look at our environment the other day with college game day and how loud the Ferrell Center was. I mean, it's hard to go on the road in a packed house and a loud crowd and and be able to execute and be composed and withstand runs and get a win. And I think last year, especially without uh, having crowds in a limited capacity, it's made people even more that much more excited to come to games this year. And it, it, it that that's why. Uh, it is always hard to win on the road as the fans affect games. And I thought last year, uh, it would be more times than not, the better team won because the fans aren't involved um, or 10% capacity or whatever, uh, 20%, 5%. Um, but this year, packed houses definitely give the home teams advantages. So it just speaks to the, the, the team and how well they've been able to execute. And um, from one year to the other year, the experience that you gain and can pass on to uh, younger players is, 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 is something that's been key and paramount for our success too. And, and you said something the other day that, that kind of stuck with me. It's the fact that in the second half of games on the road, you have a better opportunity to communicate with your team because on the offensive end, they're right in front of the bench. No question. Um, defensively, you have a better chance first half to communicate. So first half, your defense is a little better. Second half, your offense is a little better. Um, so uh, uh, at the end of the day, um, both both teams have the same uh, challenges. And that's why, uh, uh, again, our uh, student section sitting right by their bench has a big effect on uh, uh, visiting teams. Talk about Flo Thamba for us for a couple of minutes. Uh, his minutes are up. His offensive production is up. His defense is, is solid. And his fouls are down. All of this coming after after the injury to, to Jonathan. Well, and, and you look at it with, uh, I mean, Flo and John, uh, both of them uh, very good players. And some games, Flo was a little better. Some games, John was a little better. But with both of them, it allowed him to be a little more aggressive and uh, run a little harder because you had a sub and you knew you were coming out. Um, Flo has done a great job uh, uh, with extended minutes, staying out of trouble, foul trouble, like you said, showing his hands, using his chest. Um, he's really finished well. Um, but but the but the biggest and uh, uh, greatest thing that uh, uh, Flo has been able to do is with John out uh, continue to uh, give us that rebounding presence and and Flo was actually better um, rebounding offensively per minute. John was better defensive uh, and and both of them such good friends. I think Flo's really taking it uh, uh, to heart. Hey, I want to I want to represent not only myself and help the team, but also I want to do it to help John. So 
Um, but Flo's been tremendous. That's interesting. So it, it's almost personal to him, isn't it? Well, and, and he knows that uh, uh, it, it, it's such a physical league, the Big 12, and there's so many good players. Um, everything starts in the middle, and you've got to be able to rebound to have success. And um, uh, Flo's uh, definitely uh, uh, stepped up his game. And uh, he's really – what I've been really proud about is uh, his finishing ability. He's really uh, done a great job making some tough catches and he's finished uh, uh, at, at a higher rate, which is great. Saturday, you, uh, you finish up with Iowa state, the ability, uh, the, uh, it, it, well, let's just get to it. Is LJ Cryer going to be available to you or, or do you know at this point? Well, we, we've listed him uh, a game time decision and, and uh, unless David K changes that, that's what it'll, it'll, it'll stay. And uh, um, at some point, um, People want to know because uh, uh, I know Fran mentioned um, he doesn't uh, necessarily think he'll be back, and really that's 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 something that uh, only God and uh, LJ know because if he wakes up and and his foot feels fine, LJ's a competitor and a winner, and he'll be out there. If he doesn't wake up and his foot's not fine, he won't be. So um, it it really is a matter of healing time, and um, nobody knows exactly when that, how long that takes. It, it will take. Uh, um, to actually allow him to play uh, or not play. As as you go into this final game on Saturday, your club at twenty five and five, thirteen and four in the Big Twelve, uh, sitting in in first place. I, I was just curious uh, when it comes to the Big Twelve tournament. I, I know that if you're going on the floor, you're going on the floor to win. But what is what is your your thought process when it comes to Kansas City and the big picture for your basketball team? Well, for, first, uh, um, as you know, uh, coaches uh, preach to their players one game at a time. So Saturday is a huge game. It's a, a senior day, and at the same time, um, our last home game. And uh, uh, I just didn't. Uh, uh, encourage uh, anyone that has an opportunity to come out and support the guys. Uh, again, if you like winning, uh, you play a direct part in it. So uh, uh, you've been uh, 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 huge throughout this year, and hopefully we can have a great uh, uh, attendance and uh, a loud arena, and, and we can give you a lot to cheer for on Saturday. And um, that's first and foremost. Now we go to the Big, big 12 tournament, um, it, it, obviously in Kansas City. Um, it's a big, it's, it's, uh, they do a great job with the tournament. Uh, at the same time, it is a big advantage for Kansas, Kansas state, and Iowa state, um, because every time they play, basically the arena is sold out for their, for their teams. And, um, Texas is the only school from the South that's been able to win it. So that is, that is, uh, uh, a tough thing to do. We've been in the championship several times, uh, come up short, uh, in, that is a, a bucket list item for me to win the Big 12 tournament. So at some point, hopefully we can. Um, but uh, it's 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 a great tournament um, because uh, you're playing teams for the third time. And if you've won twice or been swept twice, that gives you a lot of motivation because it's very hard to beat teams three times. And at the same time, everybody knows everybody's personnel and plays so well. Um, uh, really, it becomes uh, a player's tournament. And players got to make plays because a lot of the easy buckets aren't there because uh, you're so well scouted and you know each other so well. You're going to love me now because I'm going to take you even further down the road. Let's talk 
just briefly about the NCAA tournament. And I'm curious, is it seed or is it region that's the most important thing to you? Wow. Uh, um, you know, coaches, we want it all, so I'll say both. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, this year you have a real unique opportunity with Fort Worth and with Houston in play. And um, I'm sorry, San Antonio. So um, if you could if you could have uh, uh, an opportunity to stay in the state and be able to, to play in front of your fans, that is a big advantage. So uh, um, because if you're a higher seed, and I remember one year we were a higher seed, but we played, what was it, 60 miles from Yale? And that was a, a, a Yale home game. That was really hard. So it's much better to have your own fans. Uh, and then if you can be a higher seed, um, as we know, parity is what makes college basketball college basketball. And you look at last Saturday, uh, basically the whole top, top 10 lost, uh, except for us and Duke. So uh, that, that's why March Madness is March Madness. So uh, the numbers sometimes you look and, someone's a five seed and someone's a 12 seed and you think that's a big difference and uh, I think over the last I don't know how many years it's probably a 50-50 split so um, uh, you, you got to be ready each and every night. Hey coach thanks uh, best of luck and uh, we, we appreciate your time today. Thank you and thank you Baylor fans for all the support this year. Bears head coach Scott Drew with us, and uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom and Ward and, and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to visit with the sheriff of McClendon County, uh, Sheriff Parnell McNamara. We'll do that coming up here in just a few minutes on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us as we roll through a, uh, a Thursday morning. We're right back with more in just a moment. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today, but a very mild day. Highs topping out at 78 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 53 and mostly cloudy tomorrow. Just a little bit cooler, but it's going to be a windy day with a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Baseball in Houston this weekend for the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic. The Bears play in the Shriners College Classic this weekend in Houston. Games Friday at 11 versus UCLA, Saturday at 3 versus Tennessee, and Sunday at 7 versus LSU. Coach Rod and the Bears in the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic this weekend here on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com and don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Windows Direct. 
At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one -on -one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Eight nineteen, nineteen minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios. Tom, Garrett, and Ward, we are glad you're with us. And we're joined now by Coach Randy Mann from Mary Harden Baylor. Uh, Coach, good morning. And first of all, I guess there's not a whole lot going on on campus, so you've got plenty of free time. Is that right? Oh, man, I tell you what, <laughs> we, uh, we're loving it right now. We've got a, lot, a little bit going on. Talk about putting all this together. I mean, there, there's a lot of logistics that go into it. You're hosting an NCAA regional. You got baseball. You, you got all kinds of activities on campus, and it takes personnel to, to pull this off. It really does, and, uh, you know, that's the deal. You just kind of put the puzzle together day by day until you get ready for the, the event to happen. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. We, uh, you know, we – did not expect to host this regional. Uh, we were all kind of caught off guard on Monday when it came out, and so we've been scrambling ever since. And uh, so we do. We've got a lot of activities. We've got softball going on on Friday and Saturday. We've got tennis going on. We've got uh, this tournament now going on. And then we've got our teams that are on the road traveling as well. So there's a little bit going on. Coach, how do you juggle all that when you have so many on-campus activities at one time, like the basketball got dumped in your lap, and that's a good thing to have that uh, on your campus, but also you know, with softball going on with a doubleheader and you have other things that you're trying to get ready for, and oh, by the way, you have beach volleyball for the first time that you've got to try to get the, the, uh, the sand pits ready for. It's, it's all extremely new to you. Just how do you juggle all that on a basis? from day to day 
You know, you're exactly right. I guess the first thing I would say is that we have a great staff that will help us pick up uh, when we're a little bit shorthanded. And uh, so all we have to do is go down our hallway and say, hey, coach, could you watch the softball game for me this weekend? You know, I'm going to be tied up with a basketball tournament. Uh, you know, so we just pitch in and help each other. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter of myself organizing and saying, hey, here's where I need help. Here's the time. I'll send out a little email and, and people will jump on board to help us. And so that's the greatest thing about where we are at Mary Hart Baylor. We've got folks that are willing to pitch in and help, even though it's not their duty. But they know that we want to have a successful event and uh, we'll cover for each other and we'll get that done. So. It's tough, but we got a lot of experience from last spring when all of our sports were playing at the same time. And uh, so that really taught us a lot about uh, running events when you're shorthanded. And folks realize, you know, I need to do my part when I can. And so it's just been great for the teamwork uh, to have a lot of folks come and volunteer to help me out. How beneficial is it to the not only the Belton Temple communities, but even up here in Waco, when you have all these teams coming in, you're going to have state people needing to stay, teams needing to stay, just for the economy and the communities. How big is this? You know, it's big. Uh, you know, we're responsible for hotel rooms for the teams coming in, and uh, you know, we found out on Monday that we're hosting. So we got on the phone and we started calling. And every hotel room in Bell County was booked. There's a livestock show going on here. Uh, we Colleen was booked. George, uh, we actually had to go to Georgetown to get some rooms. But Salado was booked. Temple was booked. Belton was booked. So we've got officials in Waco. We've got teams in Georgetown. So, you know, it's a big deal. We bring in a lot of folks. And then you got the families. And I don't know where they're going to stay. We've got folks coming from Whitworth and we got them coming from uh, Chapman in California, and I don't know where the folks that are coming to follow their teams, I don't know where they're going to stay. They may have to stay in Austin. Hey, Coach, uh, Ward said he's got a room open. <laughs> well, I tell you what, he can make some money on it. This week. He's to pay, pay his lease. <laughs> Coach, when you have the opportunity to be able to host this, how good is that for UMHB as well? Because – the NCAA has confidence in you being able to host the Stag Bowl, host the playoffs there at UMHB and in, in football and, and have those big events, and then all of a sudden they turn around and go, this is a great place. If we can get this here and their team is capable of, of being in the tournament, this is where we want to be. There's no doubt about it, and we've been fortunate with football uh, over the years that we've been able to host a lot of NCAA playoff games in our event and in our stadium, and so we've got the experience. They know how we run things. We, they know we're going to do it first class. We're going to take care of the teams and the officials. So they have confidence in us, and that's huge for me personally. Uh, you know, we want to take care of our teams and our fans and our, our officials when they get here, and so they know that we, we place an importance on that, and we're going to take care of them. They know that. We've got great facilities, and uh, – you know, so folks know that. The folks that have been around uh, have traveled to our stadium and they've seen all of our facilities around here. The NCAA representatives that have been on our campus, they know that we can handle it. And uh, we're going to take it, take class, and we're going to take it uh, to the next level. And it's going to be done right. And they've got confidence in that. And that really makes us all feel good. And we, we love hosting. And uh, I think it's a great experience for the teams and, and the players that come in. How much fun is that to be able to host all these, the, the, the NCAA events, but also just the regular season and have so much activity on campus? I know it's tiring and taxing, but when you sit back and relax, how much fun do you look back and go, wow, that, 
that was kind of fun. You know, we had a prime example last weekend hosting the ASC Conference Championship here. Uh, our gym on, on Friday night and Saturday night was packed. And, uh, man, it was just fun. And uh, knowing that the teams have been taken care of, their experience was great. And when you get done at the end of the day, there's a lot of hours you put into it. There's no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you, you look at it and say, wow, what a great event. That was fun. And so for me personally, I've been in this business 42 years. You know, I, I loved it as a kid. I loved being around sporting events. And, and uh, man, if I can be a part of that some way, somehow, then I want to be a part of it. And so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very rewarding when you pull it off and it's successful and you have very few uh, issues. And, uh, yeah, you look back and you say, wow, job well done. It's awesome. And it's not me. It's our whole team of people that contribute. How much does your nine iron miss you right now? (laughs) Oh, you know, you know, quite a bit. bit. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, Coach, we uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Uh, we wish you uh, great success hosting this NCAA Regional. And, and uh, again, it should be a lot of fun as the, both the men and the women have made it to the NCAA tournament. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's a great accomplishment, and we wish you all the best. Tom Ward, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Have a great day, Randy. Thanks. Yes, sir. Randy Mann the, uh, from uh, UMHB, that, uh, good stuff there. 827, 27 minutes after 8 o'clock. And coming up next, we're going to visit with uh, Sergeant Michael Graham and Sheriff Parnell McNamara uh, from right here in McLennan County. we uh, we got a big fundraiser coming up in a couple of weeks. We're going to talk about it next on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women close the regular season Sunday in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for the Bears and the Lady Raiders. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Now is the time to start thinking about that spring break trip and servicing your vehicle at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. Whether your travels take you to the mountains where it's cold or the beach where it's warm, they have you covered. With their complimentary digital inspection, they are going to make sure your car is roadworthy. Have you been kished? Getting kished means keep individuals safe honestly. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. Dedicated to serving you since 1998, they are local and they are honest and dependable. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Chris Berry notched win number 100 as the head coach of the McLennan softball team with a doubleheader sweep of Grayson. Baylor baseball travels to Houston for a midweek game with Rice in one nine to nothing. The Bears stay in Houston for the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic starting tomorrow. The McLennan Highlanders start postseason play today at the Region 5 tournament in Lubbock. They tip off against New Mexico military at 1 o'clock. Now that college players are able to profit off of their name, image, and likeness, Ohio lawmakers are trying to persuade the NCAA to reinstate the wins and records for Ohio State's 2010 football season. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 831, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Baylor basketball coming up on Saturday afternoon. The Bears and Iowa State Sunday. The uh, Baylor women will wrap up their 2021-2022 regular season before headed to Kansas City. Uh, got a uh, big fundraiser coming up on uh, March the 19th. It is Saturday, March the 19th at 6 o'clock over at the Extra Event Center. We're joined now and pleased to be joined by uh, Sergeant Michael Graham and uh, Sheriff Parnell McNamara. Gentlemen, first of all, good morning. We appreciate your time today. Good morning. Thank you for Thank having Thank you all us. very much, and uh, good morning to you all. Michael, let's let's start with you. Talk about what we need right now. I know we got ticket sales going on. We got table sales going on. Uh, you, you're going to have a great auction. Talk about your needs right now as we go into this uh, this fundraiser. So really, right now we're just trying to get uh, more people to the event. We still got ticket sales and table sales going on. Um, VIP is going to be all inclusive that night. Um, we've got some really good auction items and, and live auction, silent auction, both. Um, if you aren't able to make the event and you want to donate and help out with that, you know, an, an item or something like that, we're certainly taking those in. Um, but really we want to get people there and, and let Hutch see the support the community has for him and our local law enforcement. So if if a person wants to get tickets or maybe even purchase a table, how do they go? What's the process? How do they go about doing it and who do they contact and that type so of thing? The easiest way is to go on Google. Mm-hmm. Everybody can drive Google. and uh, Be careful. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, type in Team Hutch Waco in Google. And it pops right up. Or go on Facebook, Team Michael Hutchison, and um, those both direct you there to the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association McLennan County website, where you can buy tables, you can buy tickets. Uh, my contact information is on there. If you want to do some other level of sponsorship that we have, or donate an item, or or help in any other way. 
It's all right there. And, and talk a little bit about uh, how th- how this event kind of came together. So it was kind of started off as kind of a joke, actually, um, a serious joke. But people were like, you know, hey, we ought to do something. And like, yeah, that's a really big undertaking. I don't know if we can handle that. And it has just fallen together. Community support has been great. Um, we've got some really good title sponsors. So with. you're telling me you're not a professional fundraiser? Not at all. Not not, <laughs> at, not at all. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, UBI Products and Republic Gun Club stepped up mm-hmm. right away uh, to be our title sponsors. And then we've had uh, Big Boys Record Service come on board. We've had uh, Waco Towing come on board. Uh, and just many other community sponsors that have just that have just joined in and really, really shown their their support for Detective Hutchison and, and law enforcement as a whole. I mean, this is it's been really great to see. Sheriff, talk a little bit about uh, Hutch. Uh, I, I know that he's he's been in law enforcement a long time, but it, it's it's a family tradition with with his family. Absolutely, uh, he's been with our department, uh, the sheriff's office, uh, for a little over twenty years. Uh, he was in the courthouse security uh, for a number of years, and then he's been a detective with our CID unit for the past five years, and he's solved many many crimes. He's done such a phenomenal job. Uh, his father uh, was a, a deputy sheriff for the sheriff's office, and his son is also in law enforcement. So it's uh, it's a family tradition, three generations. He is a prince of a guy. Um, we can't say enough nice things about him. Uh, he's the kind of person you want to see carrying a badge uh, in law enforcement. Do, do you see that? Uh, have you seen that a lot in your career where you see generations of family members f- follow the the, fam- the the father or the grandfather into into the into the law enforcement industry so to speak uh, absolutely we have uh, detectives uh, Steve January whose father was with Waco PD uh, back in the fifties and uh, he retired in I believe the eighties Steve and his dad were in law enforcement at the same time and you know my family goes back to nineteen oh two three generations and so a lot of people follow in that tradition. And uh, it's it's a wonderful testament to law enforcement when you have somebody like uh, Detective Hutchison with a, a father and a son in law enforcement. Michael, talk a little bit about if if someone listening to this uh, wants to donate a, a, a an item for the for the auction, how do they go about doing that? Go to the website or the Facebook page. My contact information is on there. Um, that's the easiest way we can arrange for a pickup or meet you somewhere or something like that. Um, you know we're we have people asking us all the time, can I donate this or that? And we're not saying no to anything. I mean, <laughs> you know, but we're, the goal is to raise money. Unfortunately, you know, uh, it's, it's a very hard financial struggle they're having. Um, with the, you know, in about two and a half months, their medical bills are already up to $1.5 million. Um, and it, it just continues to grow. They're having to go to out of town for the treatments. And it's, it's, a, it's a big Big burden upon the family right now. We, we've talked about sponsorships and table uh, table sales. Uh, it, just can you buy individual tickets as well to the event? Absolutely, absolutely. Same same process. Go to the website. Correct. Everything is on the on the website. Makes it easy. Um, it's a normal shopping cart like you have on any other other websites. Super simple process. Um, we have individual tickets, VIP tickets, general admission tickets, um, whatever. Whatever they want to do is all on there. What's the, what's the night look like? I know we're going to have an auction, but what else is going to be going on uh, th- that evening? We're going to have some live music provided by 35 South. Mm-hmm. Um, great local cover band that's been around for a long time. Um, we're going to have a catered meal from Blanix. Uh, Joe and his crew over there always do an amazing job with their food. Um, and so we're going to have the live auction, the sign auction. We've got uh, stuff for the women. We're going to have purses and jewelry and all that kind of stuff as well. It's not just a, a men's event. Um but it's going to be a, a really good time. 
the VIP tickets going to include uh, obviously the dinner and then open beer and wine bar and then general admission tickets. We'll have the we'll have some drink tickets and, and a meal included in it. Now, is it true, Sheriff, that uh, when when Thirty Five South hits the stage, that you're going to do some George Strait music for us? Uh, no, that is not true. Can I can assure you of that? You do you do not want that. If you want an empty house, put me on the stage singing. Party will be over. <laughs> well, I was just you know that was just that was thanks just, for the compliment. Yeah, I appreciate it. That that was just the word on the street. That was yeah, just, okay, that's a bad word then. <laughs> hey. Well, uh, Again, give me give me the website. Give me every way I can get a hold to yeah, you, so, every way I can so get money to you guys. You can go to the website, www.sleamc.org. Right. Um, Facebook team, Michael Hutchison. Uh, Google Team Hutch Waco. Um, I'll throw it out through my phone number. You can just give me a call. It's 254-855-9350. Um, it's, you know, however they want to reach out to us. Um, you know, we're, we're here for, you know, any support we can get, it's just—it's been overwhelming, uh, really has. It's going to be an awesome event. Outstanding, we appreciate it, uh, Sergeant Graham, Sheriff Parnell McNamara. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you all so much, and we appreciate y'all for getting the word out, and we appreciate our good citizens for stepping up and uh, supporting uh, Detective Hutchison at this time and supporting his family. It means so much to all of us, and uh, thank all our good citizens also. All right, uh, 838, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mac Rose joining us, Director of Athletics at Baylor. He wants to be here, and uh, I, I certainly think we're, we're blessed that, that he's our head coach. Okay, I interpret all that you just said is an eight-year deal. Okay, that's kind of what I'm going with. Mm, mm. <laughs> Might be on to something. <laughs> okay, good, good. My instincts are, are on. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. 
Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254 730 Roof at 730 7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Chris Berry notched win number 100 as the head coach of the McLennan softball team with a doubleheader sweep of Grayson. Baylor baseball traveled to Houston for a midweek game with Rice and won 9 to nothing. The Bears stay in Houston for the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic starting tomorrow. The McLennan Highlanders start postseason play today at the Region 5 tournament in Lubbock. They tip off against New Mexico military at 1 o'clock. Now that college players are able to profit off of their name, image, and likeness, Ohio lawmakers are trying to persuade the NCAA to reinstate the wins and records for Ohio State's 2010 football season. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. At 843-17 away from 9, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Gary, we're glad you're with us. All right, uh, you know, we, we just talked with Randy Mann about the uh, NCAA Division Three basketball tournament. They're hosting a regional, a men's regional in Belton. The women are on the road. Where are they headed? I believe Memphis, is that Memphis, right? Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, they're headed to Memphis. So, uh, But uh, the McLennan men's basketball team, uh, they are in uh, Lubbock. For the uh, Junior College Region 5 tournament, again, the winner of this tournament advances to the national tournament. And uh, for uh, Kevin Gill and the McLennan Highlanders, they're going to open up against the uh, New Mexico military, uh, and that will be a 1 o'clock tip this afternoon. So it's New Mexico and McLennan. And, again, it's uh, you know there's two conferences that are in, involved in this region. So your one plays your four, uh, and so McLennan's the one. So they get New Mexico military at 1 o'clock. Temple's going to play South Plains. New Mexico's going to play Hill. And then at 7 o'clock, it'll be Odessa and Collins. So, should be some great basketball out in Lubbock at uh, the uh, Junior College Region 5 tournament. And we wish Kevin Gill and the Highlanders all of the, all the, uh, all the best. So, there you go. Uh, as we mentioned, Baylor baseball last night, a 9 nothing victory over Jose Cruz Jr.'s uh, ball club, the Rice Owls. Uh, boy, what what a what a rally, if you will, to the start of the season for for Baylor. Look, guys, they started zero and three, and I know Maryland's a good team, but you're at home and you start zero and three. It did not look good, but then all of a sudden, this team has started to uh, 
to rebound and, and really play well. They're now four and four with that victory last night. And this weekend should be a great weekend. If you're a college baseball nut, then you need to be in Houston, Texas this weekend. I mean, it's going to be the uh, Shriners College Classic is going to be a big-time event, well, as it is always. If you're a baseball fan, here's an idea for you. Just just go to some of these college games, find a, a junior college game, find a high school game, put an extra $100 in your pocket, give it to their booster club, because that's what you'd spend going to Major League Baseball. <laughs> Good point. And just don't go to Major League Baseball this year. Just that's go, a great idea. Just go spend your money with – with the high schools and the booster clubs and the junior colleges and the college baseball teams and give them that money because they need it a lot worse. Let's be honest. Yeah. If you're a baseball fan, you're going to get better baseball anyway. True. And I'm telling you, so you're saying, well, I want to see big-time players. Well, you know, if you meandered around on the Baylor campus city and watched the Baylor baseball team over at the the Baylor ballpark, which, by the way, is a beautiful place to watch a baseball game in the spring, you saw some guy named Max Muncy patrolling first base there for about three or four years. You you will see high-caliber, high-quality players uh, and, and you know what? You can also go over and watch junior college baseball at McLennan. Uh, they're going to give you a treat. I, I said this the other day. At one point, and it wasn't that long ago, I think just a couple of years ago, in the Southeastern Conference, I think we all agree that uh, the SEC plays pretty good college baseball. In the SEC, you had two starting shortstops, one at Arkansas and one at South Carolina, that both came from McLennan. They had two starting shortstops in the SEC, and they both came from MCC. Pretty impressive. Yeah. So if you again, if you want to see high caliber, high quality play, all you got to do is pick an afternoon and go to McLennan, pick an evening, go to Baylor, uh, and, and watch these teams. And as Ward said, look in Houston, you're going to uh, you're going to see some great competition uh, with uh, with Baylor as they uh, they they're going to take on UCLA and they're going to take on uh, Tennessee and LSU. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that right there in college baseball. So hey, there's our plug. Uh, for college baseball, and uh, I, I think you may see a little bit more of it on television, guys, with, with the absence of MLB because, you know, they had some of those spring training games and Grapefruit League games and, 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 and all that scheduled, and then you have the regular season games. So those television networks got to find some programming, and I'm telling you, I'm hoping that it's college baseball. I think it will be, I, honestly. I mean, it's ideal. It's a perfect situation, and you got people that want to watch baseball that can't, so it's easy solution. Should be fun. Great point, Ward. Appreciate it. 848, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We are joined by Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. I think Chris Beard is right when he says this is life. This is what happens. Things change. I think the fans are right to be mad at him because there's arguments that Texas Tech is a better basketball situation than Texas is. I think everybody here has a claim that they're right about, and I thought it made for an awesome atmosphere. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me, 
or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. So I'm a public school teacher and I'm on my feet all day long. That would be on concrete. The pain would like shoot up my heels and just increased from the bottom of my feet up. Then my back started hurting. So my husband and I were driving and I went, oh look, there's a good feet store. I'm greeted by this gal named Mercy. That was a perfect name for her. And the cool thing about the Good Feet store is that you're able to try before you buy. I had free fittings. She was able to fit me with special arch supports. And so I walked around in the store. Within 30 minutes, I started sobbing because I had no pain. Well, if your feet are hurting, do something about it. You don't have to grin and bear it. You need to go to the Good Feet store and get some arch supports. I'm Deidre, and that's my Good Feet story. See how they work for you with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. Have you ever cooked a really fine gourmet meal? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm told it all comes down to the ingredients. And when I need ingredients to improve my car, the place I go is eBay Motors. Whether you roasted your last transmission, graded your current floor mats, or pureed your side view mirror on a lamppost, eBay Motors has the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. And by the way, if you recently fired up your grill, don't worry, eBay Motors has grills too. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. At UBO Business Services, we understand the digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. Eight fifty-two. It's eight minutes away from nine o'clock. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. We were just having a discussion in this room. Ward, do you want a pitch clock? Ward, do you want a minimum number of throws over to first base? No, I don't either. And I bet Garrett Ross does. But I'm old. I, yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm. It's hard to keep my attention with baseball. I like, like we were talking a while ago. I think it does better for me over the radio. Um, I can listen to it and enjoy it more than actually watching it on TV. I've been to three major league baseball games ever, I think, and like one ML or one minor league game. They're cool in person, but it just it's. I don't know. It's, it's boring to me. For, for me, that person is boring. It's even still going to the game, kind of, yeah. Oh wow, you haven't been in enough games. No, you haven't. Uh, for me, I would tell you that the beauty of baseball, truly, the, the beauty of baseball is you may play on Tuesday in, in 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 two hours and five minutes, and the same length of game, nine inning baseball game, 
The next day may be three hours and ten minutes. You don't. It's so random. You don't. You don't know what's going to happen. It may be two to one, or it may be seven to three, or it may be twelve to ten. It's. It's. You know. There's. There's. I like the fact there's. That's the one game that I follow that does not have a clock. See, like, like for me, I was really into the Baylor and Duke game. I was just locked in. Mm-hmm. And it was rolling smooth. Six inning comes, and Duke starts doing all those pitching changes. That was a weird deal. And I'm like, yeah, this is not. What no. was it, six it or five? It was five pitching changes five pitching, in the yeah. sixth inning. Uh, that's, that's not the norm. Degrees. That's No, it's not. I mean, that's not the norm. And I know he probably was doing matchups and trying to keep his team in the I, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there. I didn't see that. But, you know, I saw a game the other day. Literally, Ward, I saw a game the other day uh, that, was, that was a nine-inning baseball game, well-played, well-pitched. And it was two hours and eleven minutes. That ain't bad. I mean, that's normal. You know, if if you play the game well, you. And again, for me, if I've got some place to be, I'm probably not going to go to the baseball game. Right. Well, I and, mean, and that's what drives me nuts. And college baseball and high school baseball or whatever, mm-hmm. even even the minor leagues, mm-hmm. they go by quicker. They just do. And major league, I understand why you get a little bit antsy at a major league part because. What did we just talk about in college football? Mm-hmm. The timeouts, the mm-hmm. TV timeouts. Mm-hmm. Major League mm-hmm. Baseball has inserted all these TV timeouts to where instead of a one-minute in-between innings, it's now a three-minute in-between innings. And so it starts to drag, and and it, it gets going a little bit slower. That, it's not the pitch count. It's not the timing. It's the TV yeah. timeouts that are dragging sports down. That's a great point. Let me just tell you this. You watch a regular season MLB game, if we ever get to again, (laughs) and then when we get to postseason where the networks are inserting three and a half minutes instead of a minute and a half, and see why those games are – those 7 o'clock first pitches are ending at 11.15. That's right. The game's not played any differently. Right. It's just they stand around and wait for TV to come back so they can continue to play. That's exactly right. That's the problem. 8.55, we got to go. John Morris is coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon, and John is going to have on the program this morning – uh, this afternoon, rather, he is going to have from the uh, uh, electee from uh, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Susie Snyder Eppers is going to be on the program, and she'll be on in our 3 o'clock hour. Matt Mosley's at 4. We'll see you in the morning at 7.